0: Please go to slash Bill, or you can call 1 800 245 6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA with more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers? I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get a extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. Riley, here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Tuesday, November 1st, 2022. Stand up for your country. So I hope you are uh, participating and taking it all in on our election coverage. So I monitor a lot of this stuff because I want us to have the best election coverage. So important. I think we're out in front. Um, Everything we've reported so far has been uh, fact based. And we're going to take names and keep in score. And next Wednesday, after the vote is tabulated, we're going to have some. uh, And I could be me. I'm the one that could get it if uh, what I'm saying does not turn out to be true. Um, So we have a week left, as everybody knows. And uh, people who watch and listen to the No Spin News, I don't have to tell you to go vote. You're going to vote. I mean, you're the elite in the sense that you care about your country in the world. You watch me uh, and listen to me uh, because you know we give you a far better product than the networks and cables do. And that's true. And anybody who denies that is out of their blank mind because it's not even close to the gap, the separation gap, but what we have, okay, and what they do. So I think we'll prove it again tonight. I hope we do. And the election is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So a pretty Significant poll comes out this morning. Trafalgar, which is an accurate poll. And we've traced Trafalgar back now to election cycles, and they've been very, very on it. Okay, so they polled 1,198 likely voters in New York. Now, likely voters is the category that matters the most. Okay, but listen to the affiliation here. And this is where we go. And nobody else does this. But it's very important. So Trafalgar samples 54 percent Democrat, 28 percent Republican, 19 percent other independent. Why? Because that's the voter registration. In New York, two to one Democrat. So that's what they did, which is an honest play. It's not a social issue here. This is a party issue. Who are you going to vote for? You ready for the results of this poll? Zeldin forty-eight point four percent. Hochul forty-seven point six. Wow. Undecided four. And the undecided, obviously, in that kind of a close race, will make the difference. But the trend is, ambly- and I started this about middle of September, saying, "Look, Hochul's got a chance here." In New York because things are so bad I live here I know how bad it is all right I know I'm involved and uh, now Hochul has passed her in the Trafalgar poll now the same agency Trafalgar goes to Michigan I'm sorry no I just made a mistake another polling agency goes to Michigan American greatness insider advantage this is not such a reliable poll But it's got 500 likely Michigan voters, and it's got the governor's race, Whitmer, 45, Tudor Dixon, 45, dead heat. Now, Dixon was way back. I don't know that much about Michigan. All right, I know Whitmer is an ardent liberal. I know Dixon uh, is relatively inexperienced, but I can't give you a certainty that I can give you in New York. And this poll is not nearly at the level of Trafalgar, but it does show the red wave that is building. Now, yesterday we reported on the New York Times-Siena poll, which had Democrats just doing great all over the place. That's my lead story on Wednesday, whether this New York Times-Siena poll was close. And uh, we're watching them. Okay, let's uh, talk about Arizona. So there's a guy running in the gubernatorial race named Mark Victor, and he is a libertarian. So it's Victor against Masters, Republican, and Mark Kelly. This is a Senate race. That's two mistakes I've made in four minutes. I apologize. This is the Senate race. Victor, libertarian, Masters, uh, the Republican, Mark Kelly, the Democrat. So Victor quits, pulls out today, and says, vote for Masters. He, we did some analysis Victor's only polling about 4%. The aggregate is about 4 Okay? If those people like him a lot and he says to vote for Masters, that might be enough to beat Kelly. I've always said in Arizona, it's hard because Kelly's personally popular. So, like, Hochul, nobody in New York, it's nobody goes, oh, Kathy Hochul, I want to go out to breakfast with her. No. <laughs> yeah. But Kelly's popular. Former astronaut, you know, so that matters. But now uh, the Republicans have a, an advantage a little bit, I think, in Arizona. In Georgia, it's simply insane. But here's the bottom line on Georgia no one is going to get over 50%, so no one will win a week from today. All right, so you've got Warnick, the Democrat, Walker, the Republican. In order to win the election outright in Georgia because of their state law, they have to get more than 50 percent of the vote. Neither will. So It doesn't really matter, you know, who beats who if it's that close. So expect a runoff. But, you know, if Walker gets 49-5 and Darden gets 43, then you'd have that. Um, now, here's the essential question after the polling. So I've now annoyed, and I mean that literally, a bunch of my Democrat friends. I'm annoying them now. Usually I don't, because it doesn't matter to me whether you're Republican or Democrat. I don't care if you're a mugwump. Look it up. Um, But now I'm going, things are so bad, 79% of the people, according to a CBS poll, said the country's out of control. Under Democratic leadership, how can you possibly vote Democrat this time around? And you know what the answer always comes down to? And I bet you know Trump. They hate him so much they can't pull a lever for the Republicans, even though Trump has nothing to do with this election other than he campaigned for a few candidates. They just hate him. A hatred, political hatred I have never seen. Hillary Clinton was hated, is hated. Nancy Pelosi is hated, okay, but nothing like this. And these are educated people. These are people who are suffering economically, whose investment portfolios are down 30, 35 percent. They don't care. It's 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 they they become like uh, werewolves. You can see them their claws coming out when you mention it is Trump. And I I'm just. I don't understand. I mean, Trump is annoying, okay, but so is Biden. At least Trump was competent, but no, nope. And it's all about the election denial and January 6th. It's never, ever going to stop, ever. And that's why the Democrats are even this close, because of the Trump syndrome. Now, today, Chief Justice John Roberts shielded Donald Trump from handing his tax records over to a House committee, the House Ways and Means Committee. It's a big ruling. OK, so the House Ways and Means Committee wants to get Trump, as they all do. Roberts knows this and he knows that the Republicans are going to win the House. So he's not going to force Trump to hand over his private IRS records to this Ways and Means Committee, and he blocked it, okay? And now the Ways and Means Committee has until November 10th to respond. They have to respond in writing. It's not going to be a hearing. So it basically, by that time, the Republicans will be running the House. Now, everybody sits there in the lame duck session until January. But, the you know, the Democrats, the last moment, they're booted out, are going to be trying to get Trump. And Robert said, you know what? This is too political. I'm going to stay it, Uh, a ruling that Trump had to turn him over. So that was big. And that's the memo. Now let's go to President Biden. He's down in Florida. Um, uh, (laughs) This is another crazy thing. So there's no chance that Charlie Chris beats Ron DeSantis. None. And it was Hurricane Ian that did it because DeSantis performed well in his job as leader of the state. This is no chance. Yet Biden goes down there to Hallandale Beach in mid-afternoon and then he goes uh, to uh, Miami later on to campaign for Chris and raise money for Chris. I guess it's to pay off Chris's debt because the money's not going to matter at this point. Uh, And Val Demings is running against Rubio. And there's no way that Val Demings is going to beat Rubio. And Florida has gone red. I mean, solid red now. Remember, third largest state. And DeSantis is going to win in a landslide. Rubio is not going to win as big as DeSantis, but he'll win. And so why is Joe Biden doing this? He's doing it to show that he's still in charge. That's all. This is just purely cosmetic, because there's no chance that he changes this around. The latest polling has DeSantis, and this is real clear, average up 12 points over Chris. There's no way. okay? Um, Even the Miami Herald knows it, and they wrote an editorial yesterday, because they're very liberal, Miami Herald, and they were just excoriating the Democratic Party. You say, you're the worst party. You're going to let these people win. These people, DeSantis, you know. Kamala Harris. So my message of the day, and I hope you do check in on BillOReilly.com each morning to read it free. Anybody can check in. uh, Is about where's Kamala. And then a few hours later, I learned that Kamala did book an event because she hadn't thus far in a campaign with only a week left. Nobody wanted Kamala. But you going to Boston. OK, and you going there tomorrow and nobody knows why, because all of the Bostonians running for office or Democrats are going to win because it's not even close because Boston so left. All right. And we have not found any other event that Harris in the campaign attended. None. So what does that tell you? OK, you know, my column is on this as well. So Harris is so not liked, it's not a visceral thing with her. It's just like people just don't, they know she can't do the job. They don't want to hear about her. So she's going to Boston, and um, I joked that it was because of me. She's gone, but that's not. She was, this was booked ahead of time. I right, let's bring in uh, Doug Schoen. You all know him now. He's one of our ace guests, um, Democrat. Political strategist follows the uh, election cycle in an honest way. This I did not know. Doug Schoen as a PhD in philosophy from Oxford. That's impressive. Don't hold it again, Bill. No, I listen. I'll hold you the two Harvard degrees you have, but I have a Harvard degree. I know so that. If I if I have to hold it against you, I have to hold it against me. But oh, yeah. PhD from Oxford. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I could never do that. All right, let's go to Trafalgar, New New York. Are you surprised?
1: You know, I think New York is within single digits, Bill. I'm not convinced as of yet that Zeldin has closed the sale. But all the data, and you were first in September, and we did it together, as I recollect. You were first in making it clear that this race was going to tighten because of the crime issue, cashless bail, and the like in New York state and unsustainable taxes and spending policies. So this is an election with a 26% Democratic advantage in registration that will go down to the wire.
0: And Trafalgar took that into consideration. Yes, they did. So Zul- uh, You know, Zellin leads by one and that's within the margin of error. So you're right. That's what, I mean, that's it, what I'm saying. I'm right. Saying. It's not a lockdown for But look, in the last week, Hochul has made two astronomical mistakes. Number one yeah. in the debate, turning to Zelda and going, why do you care that these people are in jail? Yeah. People are hurting thousands. And then she says that this crime, whole thing, is a Republican conspiracy. <laughs> I mean, even the dimmest among us, Doug, you got to go, what? So yeah. I'm, I'm sticking Bill to my opinion. Bill didn't miss one opportunity,
1: Bill, when she said, why do you care? He should have said, because I'm a crime victim, too, and my kids were almost a crime victim as well. It touches everyone.
0: Yeah. He didn't
1: say that. That's no, but really I, what people think.
0: You got to be there, very quick on your feet there. Sometimes you don't think of stuff.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Now,
0: a Senate race that doesn't get any attention at all is New Hampshire, sure. where we got Maggie Hassan, who's a, who's a Biden apparatchik. Uh, going against a ex-General Dan Bulldog and some polls got Bulldog ahead now. Are you surprised?
1: Uh, I am not entirely surprised. Hassan is not a compelling figure. Bulldog has a very good profile. He's moved to the center since the primary. And it's a state that's always been a swing state. It's not a reliably Democratic state. In the polling, I see sees it within the margin of error. So this one it also could go uh, either way. But again, the momentum is all with Bulldog.
0: Yeah, I think he's going to win too. Zeldin in New York, Bulldog in New Hampshire. Patty Murray, the ardent liberal from Washington State. There are polls out there now that say she's in trouble. How do you see that one?
1: I, I see her still winning, but again, I see it within five points. I think Smiley is the Republican. I think Uh, the race is closed to single digits or even tighter than five points.
0: But here's my question. Seattle is such a disaster. Yeah. Such a disaster. And that's where all the votes are, in uh, King County, uh, up in uh, the uh, northwest corner of the state. Uh, They don't learn anything. These people in Seattle, uh, you know, they're sipping their lattes and they're watching people get gunned down in the streets and drug addicts run wild and They don't want any change. I mean, because I don't think it's Trump so much in Washington State as it is here in New York. Um, So I'm surprised that Patty Murray, you say she might win. I think she might, but it's, again, very close. And Washington
1: State is a reliably Democratic state normally. So this is a sea change that we're describing today, Bill, and that you were really among the first to pick up on. Uh, way back in September when people were talking about not a red wave, but a blue wave.
0: Well, I never bought that a, uh, for a second because it, I- it's all about economics. It's always been that way. Yeah. Um, people are suffering. And, you know, sure. you can trot out at the abortion issue doesn't pale to uh, people's day-to-day finances. Now, this Arizona a switch that happened, the guy bailing out and endorsing masters, that matter?
1: It matters hugely. Really? The race uh, without the libertarian had been within two points, and I think a couple of polls had it even, a couple had Masters down too. He has come from 10 or 12 points down, and having seen the campaign there, he's running as a loyal Trump conservative, and Mark Kelly is running away from the National Party, Joe Biden, and the border policies as fast as he can.
0: So you see what there?
1: I think Masters has got a very good shot of winning.
0: And Lake will probably win. And, you know, when the governor wins, that helps the senatorial candidate.
1: Which will help Herschel Walker in Georgia.
0: Right. We'll get to Georgia in a minute. So Barack Obama goes out to Nevada, which is a very uh, hard state to predict. Um, I've always said I think Laxalt's got enough to beat the incumbent uh, Democrat, Um, but I don't know that much about the union activities there, and it's always because it's so Vegas, that's the dominant place. It is. Clark County. Um, I, I, I do think Laxalt's, but it's so close, the polls are so close there.
1: Polls are close there. They're close in the gubernatorial race in Nevada as well, between the incumbent, uh, Sisolak, and Lombardo. The data that I've seen from the state shows that there is a preference for Republicans there. And again, if I had to predict, I'd bet both Republicans win Nevada, the gubernatorial does, and senatorial.
0: Does Obama have way to change minds or to motivate people to go out and vote?
1: Bill, he didn't have it when he was president. His endorsement has never been a particularly compelling one. He's a compelling speaker, to be sure. He's great on the campaign trail, but I don't think he gets to people's hearts and minds.
0: All right. So it's the true believers that love him. Uh, They're going to vote Democrat anyway, but he's not going to bring in independence and change minds, in your opinion. And finally, Georgia, I, I think my prediction there is no one gets 50 Then there's a runoff. I don't know why they do that. Uh, It seems a waste of uh, Georgian tax money. Um, But in uh, the latest polling there, Walker is ahead by one point or so.
1: Yeah, and and I I think if, in fact, you're right, Bill, and there's every reason to believe you will be, if the Republicans win the Senate, as I think is very, very likely, the Republicans will have momentum going into any runoff that occurs in Georgia. So the Republicans are also unlikely to make the mistake that Donald Trump made in January of 2021 when they had mixed messages about the two seats were up, uh, that were up in the 2020 election. Yeah, I don't think we are going
0: to be seeing uh, Donald Trump in Georgia. (laughs) Um,
1: We're not going to see Trump in Georgia.
0: Any race I've left out, do you think Whitmer is going to fight off uh, this challenge? You know,
1: we're spending Tudor Dixon by about 10 to 1. So I, I say she's a narrow favorite. That's the sense I have from the polls I've seen. But I wouldn't be surprised if she uh, uh, lost. If we get the kind of red wave that I think is possible, and we've discussed, every marginal Democrat, like 1980, for those of us old enough to remember it, Will fall. That could well happen. Democrats I'm talking to now privately understand that they are at risk across the board, no matter where they are.
0: Well, I hope you can uh, join us Wednesday after the uh, vote. Uh, I will go you. over all uh, of this, and uh, we really appreciate it, Doug. Very nice of you to help us out, as always. It's always a pleasure. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than 1 billion dollars in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. We will have this weekend for premium and concierge members to BillO'Reilly.com a special premium member only event. Midterm election impact, what to know. Okay, so there are a lot of things that I don't have time to report on the Daily Newsman News um, that are very interesting. They're not vital top line events, or else I would report them to you. But this special is going to basically put it all together. And, and the essential question that we're going to deal with is, um, what happens if Democrats win? In this time when the Democratic Party has failed awfully, what happens if they win? Now, it's not going to be speculation, but I'll be able to lay out a vision of what will happen just as I have if they lose Biden I don't think is going to be there and he'll resign for health reasons now that's a long shot but you wait going to be tremendous pressure on him because the democrats don't want to go into 24 they know Biden's not going to run again he can't run again he can barely get through the day now so why have him there but anyway we're going to get into all of that um, midterm election special what to know we're going to put it on up on Friday 8 p.m. and premium and concierge members only on billoreilly.com we those of you uh, watching on the first and listening to our 100 affiliates across the country radio affiliates we hope you go to billoreilly.com very worthwhile you get a free book if you sign up and we've kept the membership levels very very inexpensive. All right, let's go to Chicago, Halloween mass shooting. Nobody's surprised. Nobody surprised. All right, this happened in the East Garfield Park area, the third most dangerous place in Illinois. 14 people shot, 14, including a three-year-old boy, 11-year-old girl, 13-year-old boy, okay? So I assume that they were, Celebrating Halloween, trick-or-treating, whatever it may be, car drives by, boom, boom, boom. This happened at 9.30, Halloween night. Now, what a three-year-old boy was doing out at 9.30 tells you something. So we call the Chicago police, as we always do, and we say, can you please give us the ethnicity of the victims? No, they refuse to. They're all African-American. We found that out. But they won't officially announce it. Now, if it were white perpetrators shooting 14 blacks in East Garfield Park, you would know damn well they put that out, wouldn't they? So why the duality? Why, Why? What's going on? It's to protect these thugs. Now, police have made no arrests and no suspect descriptions have been provided. What a shock. People who live in these neighborhoods are terrified that if they identify anybody, they're going to get shot in the head. And they will. They will. That's not an unfounded fear. Chicago police can't protect anyone. That's fairly obvious. National Guard should have been there years ago. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. OK, so last night I'm on News Nation. We do, uh, you know, some chats with them uh, every week now and um, with Chris Cuomo. So uh, the first soundbite is an update on the Pelosi situation. We'll tape. The lethal danger of celebrity. Nancy Pelosi is a celebrity and all celebrities in his country are now commodities, not human beings. And they're all in danger. And that's why I wrote this book. Uh, concentrating on the biggest, uh, Elvis Lennon and Muhammad Ali. But um, this situation has got to be dealt with very methodically. And what it disappointed me the most was the White House spokesperson, Corinne Jean-Pierre, putting out a statement on camera that this is just like January 6th. And her reasoning was that the madman who broke into the Pelosi home was yelling, where's Nancy? Well, he was there to terrorize Nancy Pelosi. What's he going to yell? Where's Camille? It was absurd. And I'm sitting there with my mouth open. Here's an administration that's supposed to be leading the country, and its spokesperson is blaming this attack on January 6th sympathizers. It's just wrong and dumb at the same time. Okay, so uh, this will die down because this guy, if you read his confession to the FBI, he'll be federally charged. They won't let California do it. And you'll never, this guy will never get out. I mean, he thinks that he can talk to God, thinks he's a founding father. He's a maniac. When you take hard drugs... For all those years, you become psychotic. These are, these are powerful narcotics that these people are ingesting every single day. I mean, that you become crazy. Now, the next soundbite is what to do with all the crazy people in this country. Go. This was a targeted attack by a man, perhaps, as you suggest, of diseased mind, uh, but with ideas that were specific to her and wanting her this isn't just a break in bill crime is crime to me Cuomo yes you're probably right it was motivated by some insane person wanting to end his own life which he has he'll never see the light of day again and go out in a blaze of glory how many times have we seen that whether it's kids in Avaldi or Nancy Pelosi's home at 2:30 in the morning there are tens of thousands, no, more than that. There are millions of mentally ill, violent people walking around in this country, millions. And many of them are going to hurt innocent people. That's the problem. I was listening to no, the interview I don't, with uh, the I don't think the problem Dinger. is an army of the mentally ill that are coming for the rest of us. I think uh, we have a problem with mental illness. So you're wrong. We have an army of mentally ill, violent people PEOPLE WHO AT ANY TIME COULD HURT ANOTHER PERSON. SUBWAY CRIME, VIOLENT SUBWAY CRIME IN NEW YORK WHERE YOU LIVE yeah. IS UP 40% IN A Not YEAR. NOT BY ALL MENTALLY ILL are PEOPLE. YOU THINK RATIONAL PEOPLE? OF COURSE. YOU DON'T THINK it's THAT SOMEBODY computers. WHO COMMITS A CRIME ON THE SUBWAY CAN BE SANE? ARE YOU SERIOUS? I'M SAYING THAT THE PERCENTAGE OF PEOPLE WHO ARE MENTALLY UNBALANCED or addicted to narcotics who desperately need money, are causing 70 to 80% of the crime. And the FBI will back me up on that. But we don't punish those people. And you say, we've got to get the mental ill help. They don't want help. There you go. Pretty interesting. And we posted more of that interview on BillOReilly.com, should you want to see it. Okay, this is a story that uh, is very, very underreported. As you know, many sports writers and broadcasters are liberal people. I don't know how that happened. You know, in the 1980s and 90s, most jocks were conservative. Now, that's not so. So there is a commercial paid for by Citizens for Sanity, Citizens for Sanity, which is a political action committee run by some uh, Trump supporters. They made a commercial that's run in the World Series. Here it is. How did we get here? Low wages, high inflation, record crime, illegal immigration from places as far away as Pakistan. Our cities
1: are a mess. Public services are a nightmare. But instead of helping us, Joe
0: Biden has sent $66 billion to Ukraine, weapons worth billions more. And now Joe Biden says his fighting Ukraine could lead to nuclear Armageddon. World War Three. You know what I see? Nomas, Citizens for Sanity paid for this ad. So that's racist. So these sports writers are demanding that Rob Manford, the commissioner of national, uh, the uh, Major League Baseball, ban it, don't accept it. The ad. I don't know what's racist about this. I'm, I'm looking at the, at the uh, copy Public service is a nightmare. City's a mess. Illegal immigration from as far away as Pakistan. What's racist about this? But that's always the canard, isn't it? They don't like it. They want to ban it. You're a racist. They used it on me when I was at Fox. O'Reilly's a racist. I mean, I heard that. He's a racist. He's a racist. He's a racist. It was just insane. But that's what they do. Anyway, uh, I'll keep an eye on the story. I don't think that uh, they're going to ban the commercial. I hope they have it. So CNN, has it changed? I don't see it. Will it take? Democrats have a pretty good record on on crime, and yet they're not talking about it. And they it's in the same way there's a lot of people in this country who believe the Democratic Party supported defund the police, and they didn't, yep. right? And they just don't do a good enough job of explaining what they believe. (laughs) This is gibberish. I mean, that's just gibberish. Number one, Democrats have a pretty good record on crime. Chicago, New York City, Baltimore, San Francisco, on and on and on and on. Right. And Democrats didn't want to defund the police. Well, who did? Was a Republican screaming about defunding the police? Was it? So here's my question. I used that woman on the factor once in a while. She was fairly lucid back then. But now, if I'm the president of CNN, I'm looking at that. I'm going, this isn't even close to being real. Why well, have it? Propaganda is propaganda. Okay, Uh, let's get to uh, smart life. You know, I used to like ice cream and I ate a lot of it. Um, Haagen-Dazs the best. So this week I've been recovering from my little medical thing last week. Um, And I haven't been eating much because I'm on antibiotics. That's probably more than you want to know. But anyway, uh, I decided to eat some Haagen-Dazs on Halloween. And it was great. It's so good. I, my body just rebelled. I, I couldn't sleep. It was like, brrr, brrr. I didn't eat all that much. But because I hadn't eaten that massive sugar, which is what Häagen-Dazs ice cream is, and I hadn't eaten it for so long, body couldn't take it. Wasn't that interesting? So, you know, we're not sugar fans here. If you can get off it, get off it. Stay in history, November 1st, 2018, President Trump reveals plans for an asylum crackdown. So this is four years ago. And he did it because there was a massive wave of illegal immigration. All right. In 2019, on his watch, 851,000 illegal migrants came in. Okay. so he had to stop it. So he wrote an executive order and said, you can't stay here you migrants if you apply for asylum that's the remain in mexico policy and it held Courts ruled it was valid so in one year dropped from 851 to four hundred thousand, halved it and then they kept that until biden came in and with another executive order wiped it all out and since biden has been in office five million have come to the united states you want facts there's your facts OK, we've got now segment and we got a final thought about the two biggest mistakes in the campaign so far. Right back. Everything is expensive these days. You know that the government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as a world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532.
1: I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics
0: by Faith.
1: This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful
0: On the message board, if you are on BillOReilly.com, premium member, you can go on a message board, interact with other people, have a great time. Amy says, your comment, O'Reilly, we are living in a poisonous political time because there are so many extremists, bingo. Remember when, post 9-11, we were constantly reminded to make the clear distinction between all Muslims being bad and the extremists, who were really the terrorists and bad guys, extremism is the culprit and danger to the world. Agree 100%, Amy. 100%. 100%. Christopher, the reason there are so many conspiracy theories is that we cannot get the truth from the police or the media on any issue. They're always withholding information on the grounds of ongoing investigation. And they never follow up with facts as they know people have short memories. It doesn't justify crazy conspiracy stuff, but hurts people. You're right in the sense it's not easy to get valid information. But hurting other people with conspiracy stuff? No, not the way to go. Carlos Fernandez, Santander, Spain, as previously red states like Arizona and Georgia become more diverse, the Democratic Party is an advantage in statewide elections. This is why the GOP is making it harder to vote in states where the governor and state legislature are in Republican hands. What do you mean making it harder, Carlos? It's so easy to vote in this country. You can't. What? The thing that they object to is a voter ID. You got that in Spain. You got that in Spain where you live. It's not hard to vote here. It's easy. Aye. Alvin Crown, Shelley, Idaho. But you said if Kamala Harris takes over Biden, she'd be a placeholder. Well, maybe she will legislate by issuing executive orders at a much higher rate than Biden. And it'll be challenged, every one of them. OK, you just can't violate the laws of the Constitution. Everyone will be challenged. Rachel Gregory, Ensign, California. Bill, just wanted to say I'm enjoying watching your segments on Chris Cuomo's show each week. I'm glad you're posting them on the site. In addition to giving your platform new exposure, you're keeping the mainstream media honest. Well, look, mainstream media doesn't care what I do or what I say, but certainly it's worthy to have that stuff out there. I think I wouldn't do it if I didn't think it was worthy. Joyce Spann, Pensacola, Florida. Bill, can you tell me why Kate Steinley's murderer is still walking around, and the guy who cracked Pelosi's skull is still in jail? Number one, uh, the guy who shot and killed Kate Steinley isn't walking around; he's in federal confinement. I think he'll be there pretty much forever. And number two, uh, still in jail, this guy—he's going to have to meet $500,000 bail, maybe more. The Pelosi guy, Gary Braz, Boylston, Massachusetts. A free app called Yucca, Y-U-K-A, app, Yucca, Y-U-K-A, will allow you to make healthy choices when grocery shopping. Much quicker than reading labels, just scan the barcode with the app, and it ranks the products on a scale of 0 to 100. Surgery soft drinks are a 0, the worst. Get away from them if you can. Antonia Mansion, North Port, Florida, Gave my son-in-law a one-year gift certificate to be a premium member on BillOReilly.com. Very nice of you, Antonio. My grandson is growing up to be a real history buff and chose Killing the Legends to read. You're really killing it with these books. Well, Killing the Legends is doing great. And we want everybody to consider it. Um, It's building, as they say. And uh, you'll like it. It's very readable for teenagers, extremely. So... Which you'll learn a lot about the uh, cultural history of the United States if you pick up Killing the Legends. You Get it free if you become a premium member, as Antonio just pointed out. Okay, word of the day, do not be parsimonious (laughs) in your thought process when writing to BillOReilly.com. Back with a final thought in a moment. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you.
1: Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today
0: on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, here is the final thought of the day. Here are the two worst things, blunders, that have happened in the campaign so far. Roll number one. Yes, our economy is strong as hell. The internal. Inflation is worldwide. Worse off everyone else in the United States. So the problem is the lack of economic growth and sound policy in other countries, not so much ours. And that's how it's worldwide inflation. That's consequential. Yeah, it's other countries. Uh, Therefore, and here is number two blunder. This governor, who still, to this moment, we're at, what are we? what halfway through the debate, she still hasn't talked about locking up anyone committing any crimes. Okay. Anyone is- who commits a crime under our laws, especially with the change we made to bail, has consequences. I don't know why that's so important. <laughs> All right. Sealed her doom, in my opinion, with that one. There may be thousands of people dead in the streets in New York State. That could be important, right? Anyway, we are rolling this week. We hope you are enjoying the no spin news. We will see you again tomorrow. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team, has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you.